0: Welcome to the podcast today. We're gonna have guests on. Oh, wait a second! This is the second podcast of the day. Um, I don't know how you know there's a new podcast. Um, a reasonable person would would set notifications up. I am I am mostly anti notifications. The only things I see are. I don't need it. It's too overwhelming. I don't need a thousand notifications. I, I like to clean up my email box as much as I possibly can. You people, that you heard me. You people who have forty three hundred emails and how many other notifications on your phone icon, you're psychopaths. There's going to be a Netflix show about you. Um, I have notifications set up for text messages and emails. That's it you want to set up not- notifications for this or you just know that for the most part you're going to get probably four episodes a week, sometimes five, maybe sometimes less. Uh we're going to be off, we're taking off the week before Christmas. Maybe I'll throw some old some some best of episodes your way in case you missed things. Um so second episode of the day, the conversation with the fire guys was awesome. I'm so glad Kyle like stuck the siren out and was like, we're going to talk about mental health. And we didn't talk about that beforehand. So I'm so glad he brought it up because it doesn't get talked about enough with these communities, with certain people, men, what specifically like white men in these tough professions who don't want to show any weakness. And there's nothing weaker than dying. Take, it's not, I don't want to say it's weak to take your own life, but the weakness that comes from the loss of a loved one, especially stunningly, is painful. And I don't want anybody to feel that weakness. So talk about this stuff. In fact, the city paper reached out to me and they wanted me to answer a couple of questions and I'm very thankful for that. I think that'll pop out in January. I look forward actually, it's a uh, readable version. Of a lot of the things we do here on the podcast, but I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy today's guest, who I will introduce in a second. This Sciencey dating. In the same way we can break down ratings of TV shows and box offices and statistics and sports down to these granular levels and go, well, that guy strikes out a lot. Yeah, but now we can see why, like where his weaknesses are and correct them or get rid of him because he can't overcome them. First, um, I have to put something in the log here. It's been put in the log. Uh, first up, Brittany Griner, uh, as I think you've seen by now, was released. I saw the story around 10 o'clock this morning. The irony of like her being an athlete where athletes are often traded. This was an in, maybe the most important trade in recent human history. Um, and as I've said before here, because this is a safe space, right? Um, I don't have as much sympathy for her uh, as many do. I, I have it, but not like some people, because this was like a terrible mistake that she made. That like you can't make. Um, I forget when she went over there and got nabbed. Uh, and we've discussed this before. Like this is our this in China. Like there are mortal enemies, and if they have rules you got to be aware of them because something like this could happen. This is not some island that we're friendly with where you go on vacation or France or the U.K. We're like, oh, we totally get it. Simple oversight. And oversight got her thrown in a penal colony. I have sympathy for what the hell she had to go through because obviously it's it's utter overkill, but this is what our enemies do. I also can grasp the fact that um, we have traded someone who I am not familiar with this person. Arms dealer? I can understand what that is. That person has either taken an amount of lives through what he does, or will take an inordinate amount of lives. Um, Brittany Griner, not so much. She is she is sadly like just one individual. Um, no deaths will be caused by the, the swap for Russia. She gets to be hopefully back out on the court, back to her wife. This guy will go back to doing what he does in all likelihood, and that's ending lives and creating all all kinds of global chaos. Uh, so I I understand the gravity of that, and as I I said I said to a good friend of mine today, he might have thought I I made a typo. Um, this this deal was made because this is Brittany Griner, who is one of the great. Female athletes, one of the great WNBA players of all time. I think I said to my friend, "If this is Brandi Gaynor, this trade is not likely happening." This woman is a megastar. That's why it happened. That's pr- and this is probably completely calculated. And this is where I'm getting out of my over my geopolitical skis. But I'm I'm sure when this got messaged up to whoever in russia with that britney griner had had broken this little minute law uh 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 putin and whoever please don't please don't make me vanish put his little mr burns hands together and said ah we're going to get our arms dealer back cuz we're going to throw this woman in a penal colony all right uh completely opposite and far less serious than that, although dating is very... No, it's not anywhere near serious as that, but there are struggles with dating. I have them. Uh, A lot of it is... A lot of it is on me. I am the cause... Many of us are the cause of our own problems. That's why the Taylor Swift song, uh, the anti-hero song, we're all... For the most part, we're all our own worst enemies. Even if you have a villain in your life, you know the old cliche, you control how you react. Um but maybe you want to learn some of the science of dating some not like well there's some some biological and anthropological stuff but just get more analytical about it my good friend who arguably is who is one of the top 5 or 10 people that helped get me here where i am and allowed me to make Toledo my home and gave me an avenue to talk about mental health and she's like you keep doing that shit uh former professor who I visited several times at the University of Finley, now has her own practice, Bright Spot Families. Uh, If you have reached out to me uh, for some help with some kids, Andrea and her people are the way to go. She, like everyone, is backed up. But I will get you to her if I can, and she will try to help you if she can. Now, some science updating with what she's got coming up at Juniper Brewing in BG. I was thinking today, in in my best thinking spot in the shower, um, I was thinking I should have some type of badge for you. Because you've been on, this has been a bunch of times now. I have been on this show a
1: bunch of times. I should get a badge or and, a certificate or something.
0: And I enjoy our visits. I, I, I don't have anything for you. I, I don't know, log on to your gaming system and maybe there'll be a trophy there for me, for you.
1: <laughs> what gaming? I don't even play games. I'm not a gamer.
0: Well, all the more reason to go hunt
1: down a PS5. I much not PS Five. I'd much rather like be with you know actual people and not actually play games and kill people on like a game.
0: You don't have to kill them. You can play other games where there's no killing. Mm,
1: the only games I like to play are like race car games
0: or or games with your husband, right?
1: Hey now So but you know what Like I used to play games Like Super Nintendo But like as soon as it went To like Nintendo What was it 360 Like I was out Like my My abilities You know were taxed At that point
0: Nintendo 360 It was like the
1: one After Super Nintendo
0: That's a good question Game Game -hmm. game, Nintendo 64
1: Yes There you go There you go I was tapped At that one I was like I, I don't know how to play this anymore I do not have this ability
0: all right. Well, then no video games. I'll, I'll come up with something else. I'll, I'll buy you coffee or something when we go uh, pregame for Perrysburg. Yes, uh, we are going to pregame for Perrysburg. That'll be fun. So this is this is not uh, the last time you did this or we talked about it. You were teaching a class at University of Finley, correct?
1: Yes, I was teaching. So I've taught this class three different times at the University of Finley, and it was so wildly popular. I remember, like, as soon as it was you were able to register for it, like, within that day, it would get filled up with women. So then I would purposely have to add guys, because you can't really talk about dating in the 21st century with only women. Like, that doesn't work.
0: If they're into other women, you can.
1: <laughs> but that's not, like... The, the percentage is small, like, no, like, so I needed guys, so I'd always add guys in, um, and it was always, like, funny, because I remember the first time I taught this class, they, like, the guys, because I think there was, like, seven of them, they created guys' corner, and so, like, all the guys <laughs> stuck together in that guys' corner, and, like, the one time my husband came in for the class, he, like, they were like, no, he has to sit in guys' corner, and I was like, alright, whatever, like, go sit in guys' corner then.
0: He must have been appalled and petrified hearing that dialogue. No, because we were
1: talking about something that he, like we purposely, cause they said, I remember that class, you know, cause it was the first time I taught it and the students were like, Hey, like we want, like, can your husband come in one day? And I was like, sure. And so I told them that they, they wanted him to come in and he was like, well, what are the topics coming up? And so I told them, and I think we got on to um, it was, like, the rape culture day where we are talking about, you know, sexual <laughs> assault and behavior. And he's, like, passionate about that stuff. So, like, he came in, um, and he was thrilled.
0: Your wording of all this is is, is totally wild. We we can't, have, can't, <laughs> we can't have a day. People who wouldn't, or just tuning in out of nowhere, people are like, this woman doesn't think that same-sex people can date, and now her husband is all about rape culture? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah,
1: like, he, he's... He's has a vested interest in it, in and pre- how things, in preventing and how, it. yes, in preventing yes. it and preventing the the negative impact on both you know parties.
0: Okay, um, so you are not working anywhere. So this is where I'm actually asking the question. You you, you have a you have your own practice now. You're not working at the university any, anymore. How how is this course being offered? Are you going to charge people what University of Finley was charging to to sit with you? Oh, no, no.
1: People like people wouldn't be able to afford that. That's like forty five thousand dollars a year. Like, come on
0: now. Look, um, everybody. There is a cost out there that people would pay to date better because it's fucking impossible right it was it was bad before covid it's terrible now
1: yeah and so i think so when i because i didn't even like i wasn't even planning on teaching this class like i was like i'm done i'm done being a professor but then one of my um my intern simone you actually know simone um, you're the first one that introduced me to her, because um, you had her on her show when she was a senior in high school and like took state or something for the long jump or high jump or whatever. Oh jump yeah, it was. they
0: came in with Toledo Christian. No Central Catholic. Yes, Toledo yeah. Central Catholic. Got yep. it.
1: Okay. Um, And so she she's my intern, and she's like, hey, Dr. Mata, like Morgan and I've been talking, and all we really want, like, we want a senior gift from you. And I'm like, okay, what do you guys want? Like, I'm not even your professor anymore. I'm like, what do you want? They're like, we want a dating in the 21st century class. And I was like, mm, okay, like, we can we can test something out. And so I started to ask a group of my friends that are entrepreneurs. And I was like, hey, like, how do how do you, how, how? And so we came up with this idea of like this four course, like mini course format and test it out and see. And so I'm going to offer it, Um, at a local brewery so juniper brewery in bowling green ohio and there's going to be four different topics all on sundays from seven to eight so you can buy wine you can buy beer um, and we're just limiting it to like I think 30 people Um, and I asked like given that you know the population that it's probably a little bit more geared towards for all ages but for the population that it's more geared for like the college students um, what would be like a reasonable price and so Simone and I sat down and we were talking and we're like okay $15 a session like would you be willing to pay like $15 to come in meet with like just random strangers and have me Facilitate a conversation about these different topics and you know you're allowed to like hear other people's opinions and you're able to, you know, kind of express your opinion and like really kind of dive into these topics in a way that, you know, probably no one has asked these questions of you before.
0: So, what are some of those questions? How how does this differ from, I don't know, some pseudo sex expert who probably has four million followers on TikTok? <laughs>
1: right. Um, so, I think the big thing is so, like, if we say like attraction, so like attraction is like how do we get people to, um, and it's we'll get into like what's called attraction. Th- theory and so like how do we get people to like want to spend time with us and so there's a lot that goes into attraction it actually has a lot to do with like evolutionary um, psychology principles that people aren't aware of and people are always I always remember when we taught it in the, the previous class they're like this isn't true and I'm like but it is like they're like no like we've evolved Dr. Mata and I'm like you may think you've evolved right. but like in all honesty like you haven't evolved (laughs) like we as a species have not evolved and so like one of the questions that we're really going to get into in that first class at attraction mini course is like okay what and who should we be blaming for like why we're attracted to who we're attracted to um And kind of like, I'll give, I'll probably give people some podcasts to listen to for this specific one. Um, And I know this, I, in the, when I taught the class, I gave them three very specific podcasts of this, this gentleman, and I won't say his name, um, but they would always come in like fired up. And they'd be like, Dr. Mata, we disagree with 95% of what he says. And I'm like, okay, but like, what specifically do you disagree with? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, but but, but you said that you disagree with 95% of what he's saying? What did like, give me the evidence. And they're like, no, we're just mad. And so they just came in with all their feels. Um, but like when we actually then started getting into it and having conversations and exploring their actual experiences and we got through all their feels, then it was okay. Now they're starting to realize that yes, this evolutionary part does play a big role. Can, in.
0: Can I, can I, can I throw my intelligence at, at this? yeah go ahead because i completely agree and i don't know where where i read this or whether it was yeah you know it was it was about about mating and Mm -hmm. if you put it in this perspective and i don't know if you've done this before for the kids like you're right we haven't evolved as much as you might think we are because we Mm -hmm. only think of like our evolution which is what a quarter of a million years i don't even know what's that i i forget the number but like human beings since we've been standing up are not that old in relation to everything else on this planet. So we're not mm-hmm. that we're not that far from where we were as cave people. Um right. relatively speaking. And when we were cave people, the 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 women wanted the strong men to mm-hmm. have to to carry on their lineage and the the men wanted the good-looking women to carry on their lineage and we haven't got very far from that.
1: Correct. And that's the thing that like we talk about, like women are looking for men who have broad shoulders and can provide us with resources. So money. Um, That's why you see like the super like old or like ugly guys with like super attractive like women um because like they have they have resources and then the other thing is like for women like they're like you're and you're a lot of this is not like even at a conscious level it's subconscious it's right. unconscious um like you're they're men are looking for women who are able to bear children and have good skin and have healthy looking hair and all of those things. And so like those are gonna be the women who are going to, you know, be more attractive to the opposite sex. And no, we have not evolved from that.
0: Yeah. Um, These are the things that we'll we'll, we'll go through the class with, right? And it'll be open Mm -hmm. discussion and it sounds like very little judgment and hopefully some minds can change. And how does learning something like that adjust someone's perspective for when they are attempting to date?
1: I think the thing is, it's like so many times we get caught up in our own thoughts and our own beliefs, and we're unable to take the perspective of other people. And in dating, that doesn't necessarily work because it's like the social dance, right? But if you come to this class and then you have like all these people saying like no like we think this way and it's it's against like what you are it's opposite of what you're thinking well it's like okay well you can either continue doing something that's not working for you and like it's not getting you the life that you want to live or you can adjust and you can try different things and see if it works for you
0: or you just have to you just have to look in the mirror literally Mm -hmm. and figuratively and go um, I'm not good enough for these people. <laughs> well, <laughs> as as my dad would say, and we can apply this to, to people's, um, I don't know, a, a, like our, our the DNA we, we just discussed. And it's 300,000 years that something resembling humans have been walking. Um, mm-hmm. Wine tastes on a beer budget. Or, or, or how about like top shelf whiskey on a bottom shelf whiskey budget? Mm-hmm. Right and, and like, go ahead. Th- that that's I think a problem that people are, are finally realizing. Well, uh, not this. Well, yes, but to take it a step further, like I think everybody, regardless of who you are, wants to date someone as attractive as possible. Now, that that, that removes them being an asshole. You can find that out after the fact. But uh-huh. you want to you want to date someone attractive, arguably more attractive than you. Um, but there are fewer of those people like it's a numbers game. Then there are fewer mm-hmm. of them than there is ugly people, relatively speaking. Right. So, so many people are going for so few people.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. And I think the other thing is, it's like it is a numbers game. And so like figuring out and we're just saying like when it comes to attraction, it's like, OK, well, that's just like the initial Piece like who are you willing to kind of go after and then like you said like then you can figure out okay is their personality what you want there's tons of other stuff and we'll get into it on February 5th when we talk about, like, must-have and red flags, where we're talking about, like, okay, what is it that you're at? What are the qualities that you're actually looking for in a significant other? Like, what are those, like, things that you absolutely have to have? Like, I remember dating for me in grad school was challenging because I was surrounded by a bunch of, like, other graduate students who were predominantly female. And nothing against, like, females, but that's just not what I, you know, that's just time am I'm hetero. Um and so and then like, there was like four guys but they were like either they were married or dating someone for a really long time or they weren't even like my type. And so like I could not given like my athletic background, I could never see myself dating like another PhD. Like I needed someone much more like athletic. Um and so that's kind of where I would like, I was like, I could never date another, like, psychology PhD. Like, that would just be
0: exhausting. I, uh... I, are you going to record these? Because this stuff obviously fascinates me, and it's very unlikely that I'll be able to make it to any of the... Cl- or will go to any of the classes. But I, mm-hmm. I, I want to... I'm sh- again, I'm not going to go follow some idiot on TikTok giving their pseudo sex advice, uh, mm-hmm. but your brain obviously fascinates me of this because we we think alike, and I do want to see. I would enjoy watching how this all unfolds and seeing these people go go against exactly what you said, and then have some women women go after she accepts this 300,000 year old thing. Go, wait mm-hmm. a second. It's not that I'm, I'm 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 very attractive, but I don't have baby bearing hips.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's not, am Oh, I'm, I'm too small. Right. Like I'm too petite where I need to like put on. And I mean, that's the same thing with like, I know like one of my other research assistants and actually the co-host of my podcast, Lindsay, like one of the things that we were talking about cause she's extremely, extremely petite. Like she actually had to um, you know, we were talked about like when she was thinking about getting pregnant of whether or not she actually had to put on weight because she was too petite and whether or not she'd be able to get pregnant.
0: It's fascinating. Um, I mean, Mm -hmm. we we both, we, are you a, do you have a scientist background at all? I mean, like, like, like hard science, like biology stuff, anatomy.
1: Um, no. So I've always been strictly like psychology, but I just like took some biology courses and those kind of things. But a lot of the time, like for that background, but then I've dived more, like when I started teaching this class, I've dove more into like evolutionary psychology, which does incorporate a lot of biology to it.
0: Yeah. I, I, maybe, uh. If this is super successful, because I, I just thought of a topic that might be interesting, something I'd like to hear about. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that that is very important in dating, as we've just talked all around, is how you look. Mm-hmm. Um, and many people try to to change their, their physique and, you know, workout and fitness and eating right and all that stuff. And I'm maybe 30% wrong here, but it's similar to like what we've been talking about, like Baby bearing and blah blah, blah, blah. Like mm-hmm. you, you can only run so far from your DNA. Like you, j- right. you simply might not be able to achieve certain body goals of yours because of the DNA. Like I tell some people have won the genetic lottery. You're just going to have to deal with that. Ain't you. Um, and right. But knowing that might help you have a better understanding of what you might be attracted to that maybe you're overlooking
1: right because the other thing it's not yeah it does have to do with like body physique right especially for women um less so for for men i would say because like money can trump um money can trump the uh the physique piece but it's like for women you're also they're not just necessarily looking at your body shape they're also looking at like the healthiness of your hair the healthiness of your teeth and your skin and all of those kind of things and those are all things that you know can be fixed you know, with a little bit of effort or going to, you know, visit the, the the dentist or, you know, the dermatologist, those kind of things. So there's things that, yes, there's going to be a limit to what we can, you know, physically like body wise shape or alter, but there's other things that we probably have a little bit more control over, um, improving so that we can attract more people.
0: I'll, I'll use myself as an example. I am, the lifestyle I might have, I might have to live for however long a period of time. Even even it, it'd be more challenging in my, in my age now. Even though I've aged quite well, um, for forty three, uh, the lifestyle I might have to live to have two percent body fat uh, w- would just not be tenable. And even if that were even possible, so that that's that applies to a lot of people. It's much easier, as hard as it sounds, to change you from being an asshole. Mm
1: Mhm. right (laughs) but you can work with your personality (laughs) yeah like that's the other thing that we'll like talk about in there because again it's not just physique it is because you go go with the must haves and the red flags and if you've tried every change everything physiologically that you can but then you're still not attracting like maybe you're just a crappy person that no one wants to be around Which is, and so then maybe you need to get into some therapy to improve your social skills
0: and and like, I I hope I detailed that kind of well. That is arguably a lot easier than trying to go mm-hmm. from 20% body fat to two or <laughs> or to have some weird hair treatment or to get your mm-hmm. tits done or something like that. Like, you can be a better person, a more appealing human being, if not to someone you might be attracted to, but just for the betterment of society.
1: Right, because the other thing is, it's like, yeah, so, you know, maybe you're not physiologically attracting people, but then like, okay, well, it doesn't, that doesn't mean that you can't first become friends with people. And then after a while, then like, how many times have we we heard that? We're like, oh, we've been friends forever. And then like something just clicked. And then like, we got together and, you know, then we can also get into like the friend zone and that all that stuff. Um, like that we probably talk about like on January 29th when we talk about like waiting and gauging interest is like the friend zone. But yeah, there's other stuff. There's other ways to kind of, and that's one of the things that we'll talk about in that first one is like, okay, so we know these things, but like, how can, how can we help it? What can we do about it?
0: It's um, again, it's, it's utterly fascinating to me. And it it sounds cold and inhuman, but almost anything you can break down into math and science and get deeply analytical about it. I mean, you, I think you know this a little bit now, like we are Mm -hmm. deep, we're as analytically driven as we have ever been across all sports now. Um, Mm -hmm. With what we can track and this player didn't Mm -hmm. go full out on this play. He was tired here and that we can track everything. You can in some ways do this with dating and relationships. It sounds inhuman and disconnected, But it can be a strength, especially if you're not achieving the goals you want.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like, I think just kind of figuring out like, okay, yeah, like I've been doing this and I think it's working, but then all of a sudden you come into, you know, one of these mini courses and then you you voice that opinion and then everyone just kind of like looks at you and you're like, oh crap, maybe I haven't been doing that right. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to change something up.
0: All right. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. So how can people track all this down?
1: Uh, So, if you go to the website, www.brightspotfamilies.com, up on the tabs, there is one for courses. And so, you can either buy all four courses for $50 or you can buy individual courses for $15 right there on that website or you can just show up at Juniper Brewing Company on those days if there is still seating because we will there's only so many seats that are that the uh, the space that within Juniper that we kind of rented out so because we don't know how like we don't know how well this will do or how uh, unwell it will do.
0: Um, Do you have a graphic that I can share out? Yeah. Okay perfect. Um, this might make a great holiday gift for someone who has a shitty personality.
1: Oh yeah. Like (laughs) if you want a kind of like low key, like here, maybe I bought this for you or Hey, parents who like have kids like college students and like you're like fearful that they're going to be like a failure to launch kind of kid like where they're going to be 40 living in your basement because like they've never had a boyfriend or girlfriend maybe you just buy them all four of these courses
0: right hey i'm dangerously close to not having a girlfriend but and i I have i have made my own basement it has dogs and transformers
1: (laughs) but you're not in your father's basement
0: no, no, no. Uh, last thing, on a scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you that Ohio State can beat Georgia? Oh,
1: So, I I, yeah, I don't think you can tell, but I just had a huge sigh. So, I don't, I, I'm not, I know, like, as an Ohio State fan, and I'll probably get, like, you know, hate threats or cancel, whatever, that I'm going to say this. I don't, Ohio State does not, perform well in big games
0: and they, so, play, they they have not met what I guess I don't want to who's ever expectations I mean, Michigan was the better team this year from, from beginning uh, to end
1: right oh yeah because I was at that game and it was like literally painful to be there because you're just like what is going on here it got um, out of hand
0: so like everybody mm-hmm. if somebody just looked at the score they go wow Michigan whooped their ass Not for right. the not for the first 50 no. minutes of the game
1: Right. Yeah. Cause it was like, okay, we're still in it at halftime. Okay. We're in the, you know, mid third quarter, like we're still in this. And then all of a sudden, like, it was like, okay, we are no, we are no longer in this, like starting the fourth quarter. Like, yeah, we're not in this anymore. Like, um, like this is just bad. And so I would love to say, yes, I am fully confident that the Buckeyes are going to tromp on Georgia, but the logical analytical person in me just hangs my head and says, I think Georgia's is going to pull it
0: out. They're a great team. And maybe because Ohio mm-hmm. state doesn't normally play well and they've had a bit of a down season, then Michigan whooped them. Yeah. Maybe they rise up if, to this occasion. Maybe, you know, they're tired of hearing all these idiotic Ron uh, Ryan day takes and they rise up. Mm-hmm. Cause th- there is very little I can think of in recent sports history. Um, as a, a fan of like national happenings and good storylines, like I was happy that Matt Stafford got to go from the basement of Detroit to win a super bowl. I really want an Ohio state Michigan title game and anybody. That oh is, my goodness. Yes. Anybody, which is a lot of people that have complained, you know, there are other teams in outside of the sec and Clemson for 15 years. Well, here mm-hmm. you go. You have the rivalry in college football mm-hmm. and it could be for a title game and it doesn't involve Alabama or Clemson.
1: Yeah, because i remember like jim and i were talking before like selection right before even before the big 10 championship game last week and because we were like talking about okay like who you know what are the chances that Ohio State gets in and he's like Andrea they're not like no and I'm like but here's the thing like and they say that it's all about like the quality of the teams but like you know the committee is also taking into consideration like fan base like who is going to get the most publicity and how amazing would it be for college playoffs if it's Ohio State and Michigan because of those fan bases like it would be nuts like the build up for that game would be huge and i think it would probably be one of the most watched you know national championship games probably ever
0: I agree because um, as, as great as Alabama has been in the SEC, they don't have that national brand as dominant as mm-hmm. they've been as Ohio State and Michigan. So I agree. I agree. And, you know, it, 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 it'll it be a great television show for all the drama. Mm-hmm. And, you know, does Michigan go three in a row? Does Ohio State stop the streak? And, uh, you know, but I don't want to put put the Buckeye ahead of the Wolverine just yet, so.
1: You're right. And I actually blocked off. I looked at, I was, like, scheduling one of my clients because I usually see clients on – uh, Monday nights until like 9 and I was like mm, I'm just going to block off this 7 o'clock and 8 o'clock hour and we're gonna stop seeing clients at 7 that night because I want to be able to watch the game just yep. in case Ohio State does what I don't think they're going to be able to do and make it to the national championship
0: it's not hopeful it's preparation
1: I agree like yeah
0: awesome alright well get me that graphic so I can share that and this is stuff I'll talk about on the air too
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Eric. Okay. Bye. Bye.